and welcome everybody. This is Adam from Miller's Custom Guitars and the M Plus One Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited that, to be here today with my good friend Chris Lytle. Um, this show is all about hobbies, passions, and obsessions. Today we're going to talk a lot about obsessions. <laughs> uh, um, if you're just tuning in or if this is your first time, uh, this show we bring on all sorts of guests we talk about hobbies passions obsessions like i talked about we've we've had on um photographers we've had on artists actors improv comedians uh, we've had woodworkers we've had musicians we bring on basically anybody who's passionate about anything i brought on josh gome to talk about uh, prospecting um i've talked on i brought on my friend gabe who's so passionate about scotch um, just whatever people are interested in. I was just talking to Chris a minute ago. I brought on my dad. Like I almost forgot about that episode. I brought on my dad and we talked for over an hour about his passion, um, in music of doing less in music. And that was a really good episode. I encourage you guys to go watch that. Um, but we just talked to people about the things that they're passionate about. And that's one thing I love is that it kind of makes the show easy because as a host, it's not hard to get people to talk about the things that they're passionate about, as you will find out today, because our guest loves to talk and he's very passionate. And I would like to introduce you to my guest today, which is Chris Lytle. Chris, welcome. Thank you, Adam, and thanks for having me on this show. <laughs> that was, I was going to tell you, as soon as I got here, something came to mind. And it was, today I am here, today I am present, and today I'm alive because recovery is possible today. That's right. <laughs> so one of the things that I am very passionate about, you know, I bring everybody on about everything, but I also, it's my show, right? Um, so sometimes I, sometimes I bring people on to talk about the things that I'm passionate about, and I am passionate about my beliefs. Um, and so we've had an ongoing mini-series where I've br brought on religious leaders. I brought on uh, Ryan Lochi, who is a uh, uh, worship pastor. I brought on Adam Dahonic, who is a senior pastor. And I brought on uh, Jason Rivera, who is a youth pastor. And I've been asking them all basically the same question, which is, how is the modern church um, kind of approaching our current culture? Okay, I'm a Christian believer, a Christ follower, you might say. And just saying, hey, you know, nowadays the, the modern church kind of gets a bad rap, you know. Um, you know, Jesus was a person who taught um, love and compassion. And um, nowadays uh, you say you're a Christian and the church is not seen as a very loving, compassionate um, entity. You know, it's often seen as a, a uh, entity without a lot of um acceptance. And so I wanted to talk to modern church believers and saying, and see to them, how are we doing? What can we do? And what's going on? Um, and there's other um, church leaders that I want to talk to. I want to talk to a children's ministry pastor. I want to talk to missionaries. One of the organizations I wanted to talk to was Celebrate Recovery. Um, we have a couple different Celebrate Recoveries in our town here in Sonora. One of those is held at a local church that I used to attend, uh, Sierra Bible Church. Um, and it's a great ministry. I've visited many, uh, a couple times. I've filled in when they've needed extra musicians. And every single time I go, I just leave that place going, man, this is a great ministry. It's a good time. Good work is being done there. The Lord's work is being done there. And this man has been um, one of the core people there. Um, I'm not going to say that you run it. I'm not going to say that it's your fault that it's doing good because everything is the Lord, right? You could maybe say that. What I like to call myself, Adam, is a trusted servant. Amen. I'm there to serve the people that are struggling, that have obsessive right. compulsive behaviors, and it's come as you are. And just from my experience, celibate recovery, I think might be the purest form of church, you know, because you just go, man. And I love it because they let me, they just let me rip when I, when I guitar, they're like, turn it up, turn it loose. 
play however you want to play. And so for me, it's it's awesome. There, just turn the guitars up. Hey, and we need you need a couple more solos. Perfect, go. But uh, so. I think he really comes for the food and desserts. <laughs> no, I go for the guitar, man. I go. They they let me rip when I go there. And yeah, so but um, but yeah, it's a great ministry. Um, that I think is definitely doing the Lord's work, but we brought Chris on. We're going to talk about celebrity recovery. I, look, I got my scripted questions. We're going to go through them like I do with every guest, but we also, just like we do with every guest, you know, we have room for rabbit trails and you know, Chris is the master of these rabbit trails. Oh, don't go that far. <laughs> don't go that far. You're going to have to edit out a whole lot if you give me that kind of permission. <laughs> um, but let's just get into it. And, um, I have a very, I have a very loaded question for you because I ask every single guest, how did you get into it? And the question I ask all of my guests, and this might be a little close to home for you, which is what was your gateway drug? Well, you use the term loaded. Adam, I'm not loaded. <laughs> I've had the freedom from being uh, uh, not loaded from drugs and alcohol for a few 24 hours in a row now, Adam. And you know what? If I do the same thing today as I did yesterday, Adam, mm-hmm. I have a really good chance of staying clean and sober again today and not getting loaded. Oh, man. That's awesome. <laughs> so ask, ask the question again. I get a little sidetracked. <laughs> How did you get started in Celebrate Recovery um, in CR? What was your gateway drug into this whole thing? Good question. Um, how did I get started? Well, there's uh, several events that took place before uh I really got started and surrendered, but what happened was I made some very poor choices and the consequences that I had were jail. Mm. And I remember being in jail when the spirit of recovery talked to my heart and said, if you keep doing this, as program says, you're going to wind in prison, an institution or dead. And fortunately, I had been in contact with someone who was a leader of Celebrate Recovery and had been doing this for quite some time. He was a big old guy and he had long hair and he had paint all over him. And he taught me how to be free from my addictions and compulsive behaviors. He came to visit me in the jail cell and we met more than once. And I remember the first time I was expressing to him how unfair life was how I wasn't being treated correctly. They just weren't treat, treating me. They don't even let me smoke cigarettes in here, Doug. And, and, and Doug explained to me, now, Chris, you need to take responsibility for the choices that you, na- you made. But let me show you how you can find freedom. And that's when he directed me to the program of Celebrate Recovery. Mm. Wow. Amazing. So you got into celebrate recovery like literally you were in jail and someone literally just brought you into celebrate recovery and so can i ask how long ago that was yes (laughs) i found recovery or my higher power december 20th 2004 let me tell you what happened almost 20 years that is correct nice that is correct so he came to that jail cell And I told him all the reasons why it wasn't my fault. I didn't do it. That other guy did it. And he helped me step out of denial, which was the absence of rigorous honesty. So he showed me how to step out of denial, start to get honest with myself and others, and get real. Mm -hmm. And get real. He taught me that. How? How? You tell me. How? How? Through honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to be honest with myself and others, to be open-minded that there's another way, and then be willing to do whatever it takes. That's how (laughs) the program works. Um, Celebrate Recovery loves their acronyms. This is one thing I've learned. They love their acronyms. How? (laughs) Honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. How? We were talking about that before we started recording. Yes, we were. And I've got a few of those uh, along the way. Not only do I have acronyms, but I have what I like to call attention grabbers. I believe an attention grabber is something that grabs your attention away 
from the unhealthy thoughts and behaviors and brings you right back into the present where I am today. Just because um, a, a truth is simple doesn't mean it's not powerful. You know, you can have just a short, simple truth and still have it be a powerful truth. You know, and, and if you if you wrap that thing, if you frame it in an acronym that makes it easy to remember, that's even that's even better. You know, so that's awesome. Absolutely. So, so I want to stay there for just a minute, can I? Yeah, Great, of course. Thanks. <laughs> Do whatever you want. You're the okay. guest, man. <laughs> okay. So, so sometimes stepping out of denial, stepping out of denial, is not easy. But sometimes, it will. Be. I'm speaking. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Sometimes stepping out of denial and getting honest with yourself and others isn't easy. But it will be amazing <laughs> once you learn how. And you practice the principles because I believe a big reason for my success is because I found, actively attend, and participate in a 12-step based spiritual program of action. Of action. I wasn't too comfortable with church. Because of the judgment that took place there. Can be very judgy. Yes, it can, sir. <clears throat> but when I came to celebrate recovery, I found other people that had the same challenges right. as me. Right. It was come as you are. Right. And, you know, it gave me a really good example of how much I need you. Mm-hmm. You need me. Yep. And we all need recovery. Nice. <laughs> That's another one of those addiction grabbers. <laughs> right. Well, and this is what I believe is like maybe the biggest lie that the enemy tells us, which is you're alone. No one understands. No one's going through what you're going through. No one will, you know, you are by yourself and you have to do this by yourself when, bro, we're just human. We have human desires. We have human problems and human chemistry is not that different from one to another. And, you know, if you have a chemical problem, someone else probably has a chemical problem. If you have emotional problems, someone else probably has emotional problems. If you have, you know, dependencies, someone else has dependencies and someone's gone through it before. Um, and that's like one of the biggest lies is you're alone. You're not alone. You can get help. You can grab a buddy who's going through it at the same time. You can grab a buddy who's been through it before. You can grab a buddy who you're further along and pull them up. Absolutely, sir. So, so I'm going to share with you real quick. <clears throat> One of the first meetings I went to, <clears throat> I walked into the meeting and this guy came over to me and said, welcome. We're so glad you're here. We've got your seat right here. And I'm thinking to myself, how did that guy know I was coming? <laughs> right? And then, check it out. And then he said, can I get you a cup of coffee? And I was tripping. This guy's being so nice to me. He saved me a seat. He's getting me a cup of coffee. And then at the end of the meeting, he gave me a hug. I was tripping. <laughs> I didn't think that that existed in the real world. Oh, but sure enough, I encourage you to go check out a meeting. Whatever's... 12-step-based spiritual program of action, you choose what works best for you and just see what you get. It's not always going to be a real yeah. positive uh, experience, but keep coming back. CR is cool, man. I'm telling you, especially the one here in Sonora is, is pretty cool. And, and the thing is, the thing that I love about CR, it, look, we're talking about addiction and stuff, but the thing I love about CR is that it's not just addiction. It's anything you have you have problems with with anything you know you uh you know like greed lust um you know any problems it's hurts habits and hang-ups you want to you want to go to get help with any hurts habits or hang-ups you can go there and they that's the place to get to get people that will love you and help you to get through it am i wrong is that's right right you're absolutely correct now now one of our principles, one of our primary principles is anonymity and confidentiality. Right. So we can't talk about it. <laughs> we got to move on. No, I'm just kidding. He's a little slow sometimes. <laughs> Let me share with you an experience <clears throat> of somebody I'm very close to. Can I do that? <laughs> Anonymously. <laughs> it's, it's okay. She, we, we've shared this story before. But anyhow, 
I think it was our third date. I took her to celebrate recovery. She went through the whole meeting and on our way home, she said, Hey, Chris, I think that meeting is great for the people that need it. <laughs> right? Okay. That was almost 20 years ago. And today she's leading it with me. And she says, hello, my name is, and I struggle with anxiety, depression. And then she points at me and says, that guy over there too. <laughs> right. So it's for everyone that struggles. Yeah. That's true. That's right. That actually leads us right into our first question, our first real question, which is, what are some misconceptions that you've come across about, that people have about celibate recovery? <clears throat> I got to think about that, that one because there's, there's so many. <laughs> uh, but one of the misconceptions, in my opinion, is that when you show up, you're going to be judged. Okay. And our program just doesn't do that. Right. Our program welcomes you as you are. And what's amazing is people show up thinking that they're alone. And then all of a sudden, when they actively participate, they start to realize that there's other people that have gone through the same thing that I've gone through. And they have found freedom from their obsessions and compulsive yeah. behavior. It's a safe place. Very safe place. And that's one of the things that we do it at Celebrate Recovery at Sierra Bible Church is we make that uh, a priority. Celebrate Recovery is located in over 30,000 churches worldwide. Right. So if you're looking for a Celebrate Recovery, go to CelebrateRecovery.com group finder. We will put a link in the show notes directly to there and you can find one near you. We they just about guarantee it. There's one somewhere. <laughs> and we also support programs such as Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. Um we're not the only road to recovery. Right. We support everybody that uh, has a desire to be free. And, and, and it kind of, that's what it boils down to. Your desire, say desire, desire, desire to change has to be greater than your desire not to change. Right. And if that's not the case for you, I would encourage you to show up at a meeting and start praying for it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I was thinking about the misconceptions. So as a person who doesn't attend CR very often, um, one of my misconceptions was, oh, those dirty, uh, you know, druggies. Um, it's not like that, you know. It's just people that want to get better. It's just people that want to get better. And that, guess what, guys? That's all of us. We're all just people that want to get better, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's a safe place and, uh, yeah, it's good. And, and, you know, check one out They're That's awesome. Is there such great ministries? There's such great ministries. Thank you. And it did bring me freedom from all of my obsessive and compulsive behaviors. So I'm going to give you an example real quick <clears throat> before I was introduced and actively started to work uh, a 12-step based spiritual program of action. My obsession went like this. If I didn't have my drug of choice, which could be alcohol, drugs, it could be internet porn, any one of those struggles. If I didn't have that, all I was doing was thinking about how I'm going to get it, how I'm going to get it, how I'm going sure. to get it. That's all I thought about all day. That was my obsession. But if I did have it, all I was thinking about is how I was going to use it and get away with it. Not nobody knowing. So it's those obsessions that can eventually <clears throat> leave you over time when you start to get honest with yourself and others and you share with another individual. You get three things. You get support from the person you're sharing with. You get healing that the program promises and you get freedom. You don't have to carry around that stuff anymore. Yeah, nice. I wrote that down. That's so good. Support, healing, and freedom. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yes, sir. Um, what are some of the biggest challenges that you face what are some do you or maybe do you have maybe a bad experience that you can share i know that so you cr has anonymity so maybe you you know you don't want to go that route but uh, what are some of the challenges that you face well i want to go back to <clears throat> the beginning okay of my recovery sure and one of the biggest challenges that i had was staying away from alcohol other drugs and unhealthy people okay and I learned to take this a day at a time. 
I can do anything a day at a time. So when the opportunity presented itself for me to use alcohol, other drugs, to go on the internet, whatever it may be, all I had to do was get through that one day. And I can, I can do things. I can take action. What I can do is I can call somebody. And then I get the support, the healing, the freedom. I can go to a meeting. I can exercise. Anything that helps those obsessive thoughts get out of my head. Because when, when that's all we're thinking about, how I'm going to get it, how I'm going to use it, our brain is full of those unhealthy thoughts and we need to empty all that stuff so the good spirit can work. Journaling, exercise, reaching out, those are all tools that I've learned. You know, you're, you're, you're framing this in, in the, the frame of addiction, right? But it's the exact same with, with any, with any sin, right? Whether it's lying or lust or whatever it is, okay? Um, you know, you, you try to, we just try to, everybody, all believers are just trying to be more like Jesus every day. That's like the goal, right? And, you know, if, if you just try to do that every day, and if we fall off the wagon, so to speak, you know, we can wallow in the basement and spiral, death spiral, relapse, so to speak. Um, or we can, we can chalk one up and get back on the wagon, right? And, and just say, you know, ask for forgiveness, you know, maybe call up our, our buddy and, and say, Hey, I had a problem and we're going to get through it and, and just barrel back through. You know what I mean? And that's where the honesty comes yeah, in. That's honesty. where we need to be honest, open and willing. Yeah. <clears throat> the honesty and the freedom and go right back or the honesty, which will lead to healing, which will get right back to freedom. And I wrote it down. Excellent. You know what? It's also written down uh, in our AA Big Book, which was the first book that was written that gives us clear-cut, concise directions on how to work the 12 steps. Mm. I choose to work a 12-step-based spiritual program of action because it's been around longer than any other program I know of and has helped more people than I know of. There's promises found in that book, and there's 12 of them. I'd encourage you to look for it and find them. In one of those promises, we will know a new freedom and a new happiness. I just want to be happy, Adam. Nice. That's all. This is, I think, such a great question for you. You are part of the leadership of Celebrate Recovery. You've been doing it. You were rescued from by Celebrate Recovery. And now you've been in it for almost 20 years. Leadership and everything. Why do you do it? What about it fills your bucket, Chris? Another great question. And I have to remember to fill my bucket with just more than recovery activities. I didn't get into recovery to be miserable. What I got into recovery for is to live a better life, to make better decisions. And that means I can engage in my hobbies mm. and things I love without engaging in my drug of choice, as an example beforehand. It used to be always like this. I needed to do this, engage in my drug of choice, before I did this. But we find in recovery, we have freedom from that. And we're happy, we're joyous, we're free. And that's what the program of recovery brings to you. It brings it to us. Mm. Do you have what you, something you might consider the Chris Lytle signature move for recovery? <laughs> Either with helping others or helping yourself? or Hey, Adam. Yourself? Yes, Chris. Has anybody told you you're loved and appreciated today? Not yet. <laughs> and that's what we need to remember. We are loved and appreciated every day. And when we wake up with that attitude, and if we don't have that attitude, that's where we reach out. That's where we spend some time in prayer and meditation. That's where we start to believe. I will, um, I'm going to jump in and say, I will, I will second that that is his signature move because you have told me many times you're loved and appreciated. Uh, I will say, you know, it's, uh, 10 o'clock. My wife has told me she loves me, but nothing about appreciation. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get her, tell her about that one. Loved and appreciated, honey. Yes, you are. But then, on, conversely, I gotta tell her that too, though. I oh, absolutely. She's loved and appreciated. Yeah. You need it a little bit more than most sometimes, though, <laughs> I don't do, you? Yeah, that's true. And I feel the same way, and you just might feel the same way. So that's where I find love and appreciation by helping others, by spending time with my wife, by doing the next right thing. Right. Okay, this is a good one.
Do you have something you might consider a guilty pleasure? Can't confirm or deny. <laughs> no comments? <laughs> oh, boy. You know, uh, maybe compulsive overeating. Oh, uh, I, you know what? Okay. Guilty pleasure. My wife's cookies and milk. Okay. I love cookies and milk. I just can't have one cookie. I love like the drug. Uh, I can't have just yeah. one drug. <laughs> a thousand. One is too many. A thousand is never enough. See, yeah. I'm a little slow. And for those of you out there that that, that struggle, I, here's what I want you to know. I was the guy that would walk into the room and I'd sit in that chair and I'd say, Hello, my name is Chris. And I got one day. I'd go out, I'd stay clean sober day, I'd relapse, and I'd come back to the room and say, hello, my name is Chris, and I got one day. Don't get discouraged and come up, give up. Just do that one thing, keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah, one day, yeah, because, you know, you put enough one days together, yeah, you can get a long time. Did, 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 did I tell you, hey, 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 Adam? No. I had a good day yesterday. Yeah. And if I do the same thing today as I did yesterday, I'm going to have another great day. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so this is one of my favorite questions, which is, what is um, your favorite or best moment, looking back over your time in recovery and with CR, do you look back at, and you have one moment that's like a shining moment of recovery maybe for yourself or seeing someone else or i don't know uh, i don't want to put words in your mouth but ncr do you have a moment that you look back as a favorite moment kind of goes down a rabbit trail but i'm going to share it anyway we have time man these these, <laughs> these cameras are plugged in i'm not on battery power oh beautiful so there's a term we use in the rooms we don't regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it looking back now that i've been able to do this for a few 24 hours in a row one of the most shining moments was one of my most difficult struggles. I'd stay up, I had stayed up all night, drinking, drugging, unhealthy behaviors, traveling to work one morning. I fell asleep and got into a head-on collision and I was in a coma for four days. That's not good. Guys, pro tip, head-on collisions, not good. <laughs> but by the grace of God and the power of the program of recovery, I survived. That was a shiny moment. That was an attention grabber. God's trying to get my attention. Come on, my child. And you know what? Not long after that, I started using again. Mm. Spent all my money. Ran out of money. I started to, to steal. And then I went to uh, one of my dealer's houses. Ran out of money. I said, hey, give me some for free. He said, no way. But what I will do is if you go steal this and you bring it back to me, mm -hmm. I'll make as much as you want. Mm. I said, cool. Well, at the time I was engaged to somebody that was in working in the legal mm -hmm. system. He caught wind of that. When I got there, he thought I was going to rat him out. He grabbed me, took me to the back of the room, sat me on a chair on a green blanket. And he said, when I'm done making the drugs, out of the pills that you brought me, I'm going to knock you out, wrap you in the blanket, and I'm going to throw you in the canal. I said, oh, hell no, you're not. And I jumped up and I tried to run out of the room. He pulled a machete from behind his back and he hit me with the handle of the machete below my left eye. And that's the scar that you see. We're going to take a close-up picture to post on the website. <laughs> but then I said that prayer that you might have said. God... Help me. I promise. I'll never do it again. God help me. Somebody came by that I knew, convinced him to let me go. Went to the hospital, stitches, never told on him. But that continued to happen, those prayers. God, get me out of this and I promise I'll never do it again. I broke a whole lot of promises to the God of my understanding. I'm not apologetic or shy about the fact that my higher power or the God of my understanding is Jesus Christ. But I also want you to know that there are people who have had trauma with church, trauma with 12-step programs, trauma with religion. <clears throat> and I want to encourage you to come as you are. Mm -hmm. Come as you are. I can't define God. 
I can't define spirituality for you. All I can tell you is once you find it, you'll know. Hmm. Just continue to seek. Nice. Did that answer your question? That's your favorite moment is when you were hit with a machete? <laughs> Looking back, I see it as... That was a turning uh, point. Uh, it was a turn... Thank you for that term. Uh, but, but it was when I was in that jail cell. And the leader of Celebrate Recovery told me what I need to do to be free. Mm -hmm. And what he told me was surrender. Mm -hmm. Surrender to God. Surrender to a, pro a program of recovery. Yeah. And, and you know what? <clears throat> That's not all. That's not all. He also shared, you need to step into a rigorous course of action. Once yeah. you surrender, you need to take action. Yeah. I got a story. If you lock yourself in a closet and you pray for God to make you a ham sandwich, God's not going to make you a ham sandwich. You got to get off your duff and do something, Adam. Right. There's action involved. Absolutely. And that rigorous course of action. Rigorous course of action, just like denial. Denial, I believe, to be the absence of rigorous honesty. Mm -hmm. So we step out of denial. We begin a rigorous course of action. And if you can do that every day, sometimes every moment at a time, you're going to find freedom from all the obsessive compulsive behaviors, the strongholds that have held you back for so long. My dad, um, what's that verse? I think it's in um, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding um, and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path, make straight. Your path straight. He will guide okay. your steps. My dad always said he won't push you down the path in a wheelchair. <laughs> he will guide your path. Okay. That's what my dad always taught me, right? He will make your path straight. You still got to walk the path, right? So that's, that's how my dad always taught me that one. So, you bet. You know, <clears throat> Adam. You, it, it takes rigorous action to walk down that straight path. Elevator's broken, Alan. Adam. <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Elevator's broken, Adam. You got to take the steps. But they're straight steps now. <laughs> anyway. Amen. Oh, this is this is a perfect question for you. Oh boy. This is the perfect question for you. Okay. I'm listening. Someone's, I'm paying attention. Someone's listening right now. Maybe they're okay in a jail cell. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. Advice for beginners. And I feel like this is maybe an easy question. Someone's sitting there, maybe considering going to recovery. Maybe they're sitting there and they are struggling with um, some some sort of hurt habit or hang-up that is maybe starting to control their life or has control over their life. What advice would you give to that person? Great question again. <clears throat> and there's something that, that comes to mind when you said that. I've put together something called the five... To stay alive. Five to stay alive. Let's Five to stay alive. One, go to a meeting. Okay. Two, find a sponsor and a support network. Three, work the steps. Four, get involved in service. And five, don't pick up no matter what. Hmm. What are those called? Five to stay alive. Five to stay alive. So if I could give you some suggestions, I don't like the word advice. It's a whole verbal gymnastics thing for me, but that works for me. How I think is how I speak is how I act. So I have to put things into a way that help me work the program to the best of my ability. And what I do on a daily basis is the five to stay alive. And I want to highlight, I want to help people. Got to be careful with that. Mm -hmm. We can't turn it into people pleasing. Right because we have to take care of ourselves. And please remember that. Give them to me again, one more time. Five to stay alive. Number one. He's a little slow sometimes. No, no, no. Not just... as slow as me, but. So like, so sometimes people might be driving, okay? Maybe they, you hear it and you're driving. I listen to my podcast while I drive. So let's hit it here again. Look, maybe you call me a narcissist or whatever. I'm, I listen to my podcast like 15 times. I, I, I talk it and then I edit it like five times and then I listen to it again on the drive to work to make sure it was good. <laughs> okay, so right. let's hit it, hit it again one more time. Five to say that. Number one. Number one is go to a meeting and sometimes meeting. that can take the form of listening to his podcast. <laughs> Got it on the radio. Listen to the podcast. Okay. Go to a meeting. Number two. Find a sponsor. Sponsor. Find support. Find a buddy. 
and understand the fact that you never have to do this alone. You don't there have to are be alone. People that are willing to help. Number three, work the steps. Work the steps, one step at a time, one day at a time. Number two, it's step four. Step at a time. Get in service. Get involved in service. Do something. I mean, it's a, it could be as simple as making coffee at a meeting. It could be as simple as my first service commitment. I'm gonna tell you that story. Can I tell you that story real quick? Great. Service. I think I'm glad it's okay. First meeting after I got out of jail, the guy that brought me to recovery, he knew that if I didn't have some sort of reason to come back, I probably wouldn't stay. So <clears throat> I get there early and he says, over there's the smoking section. Here's five gallon buckets of sand. Every, before every meeting, I want you to take those five gallon buckets of sand, take them to the smoking se section. At the end of the meeting, I want you to put on these gloves, take out all the cigarette butts, throw them away and put back your cigarette butt cans. That was my first surface commitment. And Sounds you know, like, like fun. Oh, well, here's how much fun it was. <laughs> there was one time I'm reaching down to, to, to pick the buckets up to take them back. And this guy came over and said, let me help you. And I said, no, that's my job. <laughs> I actually, I took pride in, yeah. in dumping cigarette butt cans, but it kept me coming back every week. I can speculate, but what does having that service do for you mentally? Mentally, it helps me spiritually because I'm being of service to somebody else. Not being, only that, being yeah. of service, being right. of service, and it, it gives me a commitment. It gives me a reason right. to come back. Gives you another reason to be there, yes. right? Hey, yes. I have to go. I'm the person cleaning out the cigarette butts. If I don't go, who's going to do it? Did, 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 did you just say I get to go or have to go? Both. <laughs> no, not both. I get to go, Adam. You're a little, you're not as slow as me, but we'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, sometimes you're looking for excuses not to go, right? But hey, dang it, I gotta go, you know? I mean, look, I've, I, I like my church and I look for excuses not to go to my church, you know? So, hey, dang it, I gotta play guitar in church this week. I love to play guitar. Dang it, I have to serve in the children's ministry this week. I love serving in the children's ministry. I get to play guitar this week. I get to serve. <laughs> you know, it's that verbal yeah. Yeah. for anyway. me. Okay, and then what was number five? Five to stay alive. What was the fifth one? Were you not listening? Were the you not paying attention? Never, ever pick up. <laughs> Don't pick up no matter what. And if you can do those five for one things. Day. Just, just, just one day? Just one day. Can I do it for just one moment? Yeah, just do Even it for just one moment. Yep, just do it for one moment, and then but but then one more after that. Just but just one though. I just need to focus on the one moment right yeah, now. Don't tell me one. about tomorrow. Yesterday's history, tomorrow's a mystery. All I have is this moment in today. That's why they call it a gift because ah, it's a present. You got that from Dennis the Menace. I saw that <laughs> comic too. <laughs> okay, and so um, I have a couple more questions at the end, but I wanted to slip this one in there because this is the whole reason why I'm having modern church leaders in, which is I wanted to find out about. How is CR interacting with our modern culture today? And I feel like this is a great question because you're not really separated from the modern culture because everyone is going to CR. You know, they they don't discriminate. Everyone's welcome. So how is how is CR um, in, interacting with the, the the people in our modern culture? Come as you are. Yeah. Come as you are. You know, and I don't like what you said. I don't like to be classified as a leader. You sure, are, though. Okay, okay whatever. Come on. Okay, but here's, here's what it boils down to for our listeners. I'm a servant. Right. I would rather be called a servant or a trusted servant than a leader. Just my personal opinion. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. In, okay. In every episode as much as we can we can't do it every episode but i feel like we could do something today in every episode we try to with the guest do something from the topic like we've played music with some of our musicians uh when we had jed roberson on he showed me some hidden settings on my phone and on my for the camera on my phone i never knew we were there when john c brown was on we did um uh some um acting um exercises he showed me how to do that were really cool um, I was wondering if there was anything um, recovery-related that we could do in just a couple minutes. Um, that if you had any ideas, do you have anything? Spirit of recovery just brought something to mind. Okay, let's do so it. So here's what we're going to do. I'm in if you're in. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> All right, so 
we talk a lot about the steps and the principles of the program. And this is what I believe to be true. This is how my sponsor uh, told me and suggested I, uh, that I do the program, okay? Okay. We're going to do the first three steps right now. First three? I was thinking maybe one. We're going to go through three of them. Let's do it. Well, I know you can. Just hang in there. Okay. Might not be easy. Okay. I'm ready to go. Finish it. Might not be easy. Might not be easy. I forget. But it will be amazing. <laughs> it will be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So step one, we admit we're powerless. Though that's easy. I'm definitely powerless. Which basically to, to me means once I start, I can't stop. Oh, yeah. And sure. my life has become unmanageable. So okay. step one, once I start, I can't stop. Okay. My life becomes a complete mess. So step one, I admit. Step one. I admit. I admit I'm powerless. And when I start, I can't stop. That's, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Okay. And then we move on to two. That was one. That was step one. And now we move on you to two. You can do this at home. If you're watching or listening. Look. Don't do it alone. Yeah. You can do these first three alone. I'm like, with a friend. He's covered. <laughs> All right, so the first thing we do is admit, and then we move to step two, where we believe. Say believe. 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 We believe that there's something out there that wants to help us. There's something out there mm. that's going to restore us to sanity. I believe that, man. That's easy for me. Okay, so the step one, we admit. Step two, we believe. And then step three, we decide. Okay, when we decide now, hmm, there's a lot of things. I, I decide that I want lunch today. I decide I'm going to make a podcast today. What am I deciding, Chris? <laughs> There's a lot of things you could decide. Okay, so so that leads right into a story. Can I tell you a story? Mm, Great. Okay. No. Uh, no, it's a question. <laughs> it's a question. It's a question. Okay. Are you listening? I'm listening. Are you paying attention? I'm paying attention. Okay, there's three frogs. I don't have any money, but I'm going to pay attention. <laughs> there's three frogs sitting on a log. Okay. One decides to jump off. How many frogs are left sitting on that log? Two. Okay, I'm going to ask that question again. Maybe I wasn't clear. I'm okay. sorry. There's three frogs. Okay. One, two, three. Yeah. Sitting on a log. Uh-huh. One decides to jump off. Uh-huh. How many frogs are sitting on that log? Two. Yeah, boy. <clears throat> Can I do it again? Yeah, sure. I mean, maybe I'm... Am I speaking to... Okay. Three frogs sitting on a log. One decides to jump off. How many frogs are left sitting on that log? Two. All right. Here, here, here's the answer. Still three. Because all he did was decide. Oh. He didn't step into that rigorous course of action. action. So step <laughs> one. Question, folks. <laughs> step one, admit. Step two, believe. Step three, decide. And then we step into our rigorous course of action, which is step four, which we're taking a personal look within. We're not going to get into detail about that. But once you find a support stat network and a sponsor, they're going to walk with you through that. Mm. So, we just worked the first three steps, Adam. Okay. That's, that's what we did. Nice. Is that what you were looking for? That's exactly what I was looking for. That was amazing. Okay, can you repeat them back, the three words? The first oh, thing you do is... Okay, so hold on. Hold on. Don't, don't remind me, because I have a really bad short-term memory. So, step one is admit, which is easy. Admit that I need help, because I definitely do all the time. Okay. I'm just a man that needs Jesus really bad. Okay. So number two, so you, number one is admit. Number two is... Um, so the higher power, believe. believe that there's a higher power, which is easy for me. So step one, you said was admit. admit. Step, step two, two is um, believe. And number three, three is to decide. Uh, I don't know what I'm deciding, but I have decided that to turn your will and your turn, life. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I got a question. Three frogs are sitting on a log. <laughs> one decides to jump off. How many frogs are left sitting on that log? Well, there's still three because he decided, but he didn't do nothing yet. <laughs> You're catching okay. on, dude. All right. This is this is now, guys. <clears throat> okay. It took me like a full five minutes to explain to my guest today what n plus one meant. <laughs> for for those listening who aren't familiar, n plus one. How many guitars is enough guitars? Which, where N is the current number of guitars you currently have, and the proper number of guitars is one more. You need the N plus one guitars. And uh, so the question that I ask every guest is, what is N plus one? When I say to my guests, what is N plus one? And, and, and I'm trying to get from them, what is the next thing for you on your journey, what are you excited about? What's uh, on the horizon? Um, what's the next guitar in the guitar stand for you? 
in your ministry, in your in your recovery journey? What are you um, excited about? Step 12. I carry the message. I carry the message of hope, hope and healing. And I believe it's hope. I can't change you. Nobody can change you or fix you. But I think what we can give you is hope. Okay. And you get that hope from the people in the rooms. And you know what that's a really good example of? Let me tell you what that's a really good example of. <clears throat> How much I need you. Okay. You need me. And we all need recovery. <laughs> now you were telling me about your new channel or whatever. Thank you for bringing that up. Because to me, that's part of your N plus one. Is your... I don't want to put words in your mouth, but to me... Like that's your something. That's my newest right uh, outreach program that we are creating. Um, it's a recover. It's called the Recovery Channel. There's a lot of recovery channels. If you do a YouTube search, uh, you I think you need to do at sign Recovery Channel today. We will put a link in the description for this also. Excellent, thank you. And what we're doing is we're reaching out to people that are hesitant in any way, to go to a meeting, to take that initiative, to take that first step to get into recovery. We're going to break down the 12 steps. We're going to encourage you and we're going to be giving you some resources as to you and what step you need to take. We're going to be putting um, a video a week for a full year. We're about halfway through. We'll uh, give you the link uh, right now, but keep in mind that yeah, we're going to continue to add videos throughout the course of our time, yep. but the videos are about 10 minutes long. We're going to have takeaways, attention grabbers, and some homework assignments. Sure. So that's what's happening next for me. I have the opportunity to carry the message of hope and healing to the people that struggle. Nice. We are going to get you out of here. Thank you so much for coming in. I am so glad Pleasure that you Pleasure to be of it. service. Um, how can people um, find you, follow you? You just mentioned your recovery channel. Um, when to see our meet. If you're in the Sonora area, when to see our meet. Okay. They're right now in Tuolumne County. I'm just going to give you three because those are the only ones I know of. But every Tuesday night, Word of Life Fellowship, all of them start around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Uh, call the church directly to get the exact time. Mm -hmm. So the first one would be Word of Life Fellowship up in Miwok. Um, that's on Tuesdays. We have Sierra Bible Church, uh, which is the one I get to serve at on Thursdays. And then we have The Gathering, which is on yep. Fridays. To my church? Yes, sir. Yep. Call these churches, yep. ask them about the times, get details. Someone's going to get back to you, yep. but give it a try. Yep. And then um, do you have uh, Instagram? Do you have uh, any social media or email if you want to put out there, if people want to get in touch with you or follow you or anything? <clears throat> it's optional. Uh, it, it's difficult because I'm in the process of change, but, but the bottom line is call Sierra Bible yeah. Church. If you want to contact, get in connection with me, I yeah. would be happy to come alongside and help you. Yeah. Because I had somebody do that for me and I want to do it for yeah. you. And then we'll also, like I mentioned, we'll put a link to the the big national CR uh, page uh, in the show notes. If you're looking for, if you're, I don't know, if you're in Massachusetts getting this somehow and you're looking for a local CR, you can find that in the show notes. Facebook also have a C uh, Celebrate Recovery at Sierra Bible Church page. Great. And that's on Facebook. That's okay. something you can search for as well. Awesome. So we are going to get you out of here. But before we do, I'm going to ask you the two silly questions I ask every guest. I want you to say a short couple sentences and casually drop the name of the most famous person you've ever met. <clears throat> You're going to be amazed by this at my age. <laughs> I love these questions. They're so dumb. Who is the king of rock and roll? No. You met Elvis? I saw Remember? Elvis in concert. No. I didn't meet Elvis, but I saw, oh, and I also got a picture of me and Joe Montana. I, it's nothing. Who's I more did. famous? Uh, Elvis. Yeah, Elvis uh, yeah it got to be Elvis. But my mom was going to no. the concert with a bunch of her sisters. No. One got six. I, sick. I was eight years old. It was his last say, you're concert. You're not old, old enough to see Elvis. <laughs> 55 years old today, and I was, oh I think, gosh. seven or eight years old when I went and saw Elvis. Wow. Yeah, it was cool. You, you saw All the I remember is way up at the Cow Palace and seeing, looking down with uh, a white leather suit with studs all over it, passing out handkerchiefs to uh, nice. all the fans. Okay. 
And, okay, this is a good question because I have a theory that uh, the answer to this question is uh, generation-based. And you just mentioned your age. So what, in your opinion, is the greatest all-time cartoon theme song? <laughs> I, I can't even... I can't even think of or remember any any. You can't think of a single cartoon theme song. You didn't watch cartoons. Mighty Mouse. How's that one there go? You go? That's character. Here I come to save the day. There we go. There Mighty we go. Mighty Mouse. That, thank you. See how the spirit of recovery works. Here <laughs> I come to save the day, but it's not me that's saving the day. <laughs> Who's gonna save your day? Everything's re- recovery related <laughs> with this guy. <laughs> Who's going to save your day is your higher power. The God of your industry. All right. Can you but, you know, just don't make it a light bulb or a doorknob because the light bulb will burn out on you and the doorknob's going to turn on you. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're going to get you out of here. Hey, thank you so much for coming today. Guys, this has been a fun episode. Uh, if you are interested in recovery, check it out. It's for everybody. It's not just for people with addictions. It's for everybody. Um, but if you have an addiction, that's for you too. Um if you have enjoyed this show, if you enjoyed this episode, um, I highly encourage you to give us a, a like or a subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're listening on a podcast platform like Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. If you can give us a, um, a heart or a thumbs up or a review, that would be really helpful. Um, the best thing you can do if you're li- listening to an audio podcast is to share this podcast with someone who you think might um, think it's interesting. If you're listening to this on YouTube, I have a list, uh, playlist of all the podcasts in this series um, with Adam and Jason and everybody. And you can listen to that if you want to watch the rest of the videos in this series. Um, and until next time, guys, thank you so much for tuning hold in. Hold on, hold on. Can, 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 can we close with one question? One last question. Okay, but I'll make you a deal. Just be quiet. Has anybody told you you're loved and appreciated today? One person did. (laughs) One person did. Okay. Until next time, guys, don't be a jerk. That's how I close my podcast. You want to say it with me? No one's ever said it with me. Oh, you're going to give me that opportunity? Great. I get to say it with you? One, two, three. Don't Don't be be a jerk. jerk.